0: Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 516 for Wednesday the 9th of August 2017. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonight we're going to be showing you a device that will allow you to Miracast. Basically clone the screen of your phone, your computer, whatever other device. In this case, our phone directly to HDMI. So, if you want to hook up your phone to the TV, to the computer, to Wirecast in our case, it's pretty cool. Stick around. We're going to be showing you how to do that. We're also going to be giving you an opportunity to tell Sasha what kind of computer she should build. Yes. We're going to be learning a little more about that in, a, in just a little bit time. And uh, you're going to have an opportunity to, to share your thoughts about what component she should buy in order to build her own computer. Stick around. Sasha, over in the newsroom, what do you got for us?
1: Here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. From the irony files, the security researcher who found the kill switch for WannaCry has now been arrested for creating an unrelated malware. IBM scientists have set a new world record storing 330 terabytes of uncompressed data on one tape. Wayland has been confirmed as the default display server for Ubuntu 17.10. Canadian ISPs don't mess around. An entrepreneur accused of piracy for his Cody add-on website has been grilled in his home for hours. And not by the cops, but by pushy company reps and cable TV, for cable TV and ISP companies. And the U.S. Army has banned DJI drones over security concerns. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV.
0: Our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs.
2: Category 5 TV streams live with Telestream, Wirecast, and Nimble Streamer. Tune in every week live on Roku, Kodi, and other HLS video players. For local times, visit Category 5. TV.
1: Category 5.TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.TV slash TPN. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.TV slash IAIB.
0: Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, folks. Nice to see you. Nice to uh, to be here this week. Beautiful day here in Barrie. Yeah. You biked in?
1: I biked in nice. with nothing to report. It was a beauty day.
2: Gorgeous. No. Absolutely the gorgeous. The weekly bike report. It's awesome. To see you man been a while i know it it, it has i'm I'm back from mars
0: and you were you were doing some traveling around yeah yeah yeah
2: my legs are still tired from all the walking but coast to coast that was pretty fun Mm. that's incredible it's good good to be back you know because home's where the heart is and category five so i had to come back
0: i'm looking for some cliche to (laughs) yeah i
2: know (laughs) it's hard
0: Speaking of being back, uh, our forum is back. So, hey, get over to forum.category5.tv. Great place for you to interact with the community. And uh, we want to grow that place. So it's a spot where you can go any time of the day or night, and people will be able to reply to your forum posts. So head on over to forum.category5.tv. Now, I had some downtime over the past couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and finished editing... Becca's newest novel. So Becca's my wife. Aww. She's a, an author, and she's written several novels. But uh, really exciting time for us because her newest novel is now available. Yeah.
1: That is cool. Where yeah. do you
2: find it?
0: Uh, well, we've started seeing various stores around the world starting to pick it up. Oh, okay. So awesome. that's kind of cool. I think there are five stores as of tonight. I mean, it just went up. Um, like 48 hours ago kind of thing for sale cool. uh, but but we start to see them populating in various stores so Yay. we've seen five stores so far plus of course Amazon and things like that um, so look for Becca Ferguson and it's spelled B-E-K-A-H and same last name as me so there you go <laughs> uh, and um Right now, we're actually giving away two copies. So Ooh. Amazon is holding the draw. This is a new feature on oh, Amazon. Which that's is awesome. cool. So
1: then how do you become part of the draw then?
0: Just head on over to cat5.tv giveaway. And okay. you can win an actual paperback copy of the book. Um, it's called When the Fog Cleared. It's a, uh, a Christian romance. Um, so if, if you're into that kind of thing, then uh, that would be for you so check it out uh, but cat5.tv slash uh, giveaway and uh, that's that's there and it's kind of cool that Amazon is the one that's fielding the uh, yeah
1: the, the draw itself so yeah. they
0: are collecting you know I think there's some criteria that you have to qualify for uh, and then they're giving away two copies of the book that's awesome and then billing my credit card Yay!
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. technology so, yep
0: yeah, but they, they've set it all up so that's kind of neat that's cool uh, do you want to talk a little bit about, Sasha, you were, you're having trouble with getting into the chat room. I so you've am, got yeah. your phone there, and we're trying to figure out, okay, well, how can you get your phone up on a bigger screen, and so on and so forth. We've encountered this with broadcasting, where um, we're always looking for ways to bring in other camera sources, so mm-hmm. whether they be cameras themselves, computer screens, or mm-hmm. mobile devices.
2: Aww. Right.
0: Right? So, uh, you know, we've done Slimport. Slimport is amazing. This is so cool. I don't know if you knew this or not, but that little USB port on your Android phone can do other things. It's USB. So it's not just a charging port. It's not just a transferring port. You can install a Slimport adapter by simply plugging it in. There. It's installed. And that is a full-sized HDMI output for my phone. Huh. So now I can hook up my phone to the TV or projector oh. or anything else, right? That's well, full HDMI. Well, isn't that smart? Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Sneaky. So we've used that in the past here at the studio, anytime we want to bring up the phone.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's wires. More right. cables. Have you ever seen our floors here? If you ever uh, watched this in not. 360, <laughs> you know there are wires everywhere. And more wires, more HDMI cables. Make a bed of wires. No, thank you. It does work very well, uh, but it, you know, it's it is what it is. So it's my guess is
1: that you have a wireless solution. What
0: if? Oh. What
1: if? Ooh.
0: <laughs> well, Miracast <laughs> is something that's built into your Android phone. Uh, it's also, you know, there there are drivers that you can install it on Ubuntu uh, that are kind of under development. Windows 10 has it built in. Hmm. So it's a it's an open platform, uh, open protocol for screencasting for getting the the screen of your device onto another device wirelessly. Mm. Okay. It's called
1: Miracast.
0: So the neat thing about it is that because it's an open technology it's coming into the place where you don't have to spend 150 bucks to get a device that you can cast to,
2: yeah.
0: and it's not Chromecast, you, you're familiar with Chromecast, but that has, you know, it's got to be a compatible application, or it's got to have, you mm-hmm. know, the Chromecast uh, capability within the app itself, or you've got to do it through the browser, um, so a little bit different. Uh, Miracast is just, it's anything that's on the screen, absolutely anything, so it's like using an HDMI output, but cool. it's uh, it's all there. So, as I was saying, the cost comes down because more manufacturers are able to bring them out. Truth be told, more Chinese manufacturers are able to bring them out. Right. They're more and more readily available. And then all of a sudden you get things like this from Anycast, the M2 Plus, mm-hmm. which, as you can see here, is just a little dongle. It looks like Chromecast, cool. doesn't it?
2: It actually does. It <laughs> even has look- like a little looks,
0: circle. <laughs> yeah, it's like a knockoff logo, but it's actually like, um, yeah, it's, it's like an eyeball.
1: Yeah,
0: oh. Anyway, so uh, let's get into it. So what this allows us to do is stream wirelessly from our phone to this device. So getting into the box, just get a quick look at what we have here. Some cables. Yay, cables. (laughs) We wanted to get away from cables. All right, but here's the thing. This cable goes into the back of this device. It's not going to plug in to our phone and all that kind of stuff, even though it is just micro USB. So... Okay, that's micro-USB. That is a Wi-Fi dongle.
1: Right. And
0: this is USB, presumably, for power. Okay. okay. Now, the key thing here with our M2+, Plus, which, incidentally, you can get through our shop. You can go to cat5.tv anycast, and uh, that's going to be able to hook you up with one of these. They're dirt cheap. So there you go. So this dongle... As like a Chromecast has simply an HDMI full-sized um, uh, plug on, hmm. on there. So you plug that into the side of your TV. Awesome. Your TV has a USB port for service, but it also gives power. So then this goes into the side of the TV as well for powering the device. And then we've got USB micro right there, which is going to power the Anycast device, and the Wi-Fi is going to give it its own Hmm. access point. So, guesses. Why would it have its own access point built in? You've already got Wi-Fi in your home network. Mm -hmm. Any guesses? Mm -mm. Just put that out there? Chat room? All right, I'll give you a hint. And by way of hint, I mean the answer. (laughs) Traditionally, with these kinds of devices, you plug them in, and, okay, how do I get it now connected to my Wi-Fi network? Mm-hmm. I've got to plug in a keyboard to it. I've got to bring it up on the TV. I've got to set up networking. I've got to plug in all the all more cables, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So by having this now, this Wi-Fi is not what we're going to use to connect to it. Mm-hmm. This Wi-Fi this Wi-Fi is going to allow us, first of all, to connect to this device, mm-hmm. to configure it, to then connect out to uh. our existing Wi-Fi, so we can do uh. all of the setup from our phone, from our computer, from anything at all. It's app-free. You see some of the reviews that will say, oh, well, the app was you know, in Chinese, or the app was garbage. Or You don't need an app for this. Why are you installing an app for Miracast? It's already built into your phone. And I'm going to show you that in a couple of minutes' time. But because it's already built in, and because this is configured through Wi-Fi, so all I have to do is just connect my phone to its built-in Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm log into the interface, set up my router, and then it's working. Boom. Plain and simple.
1: That's perfect.
0: So we're going to take a really quick break. While we're on break and you're enjoying this wonderful commercial, uh, I'm going to just simply plug this into our Telestream Wirecast broadcast computer. You can plug this into your TV. You can plug this into a video capture device like I'm going to do tonight. And what this will allow us to do here is bring up a phone on the screen so if we ever want to do an, an app review or if you want to be able to look at your phone the chat room cool. on a big tv or something like that right. you can use miracast to wirelessly stream it and your phone is still something that you can stick in your pocket and just simply turn on and off miracast huh. okay so that's that we're going to come right back after this jeff weston yeah, you're building a brand new beautiful website what aren't you no am i oh, you're a terrible actor what? That's where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. That's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost for just $5 and a bit of change per month. You are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash DreamHost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find... and change per month, go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Now, the Miracast device, the M2 Plus from Anycast, is available at cat5.tv slash anycast just like it sounds, and it's plugged into our Telestream Wirecast uh, broadcast server into a Magewell capture card. So that's HDMI input for a computer that allows us to stream from our cameras awesome. or from any HDMI device. Now, we've got five HDMI inputs in our server, so I've just plugged it into one. So all I have to do is just click on for Wirecast to switch screens, and that is what i see so you see the ssid up there that is the built-in wi-fi that we were talking about and the psk that's the pre-shared key that is the password that i can use to connect to it right now or that you can use if you're within about two kilometers to hack our network no, not really. um that you want to keep that private that allows people to make changes to the settings of the device but that is essentially it so Now, in order to access that, of course, all I need to do on my phone is look for that Anycast um, SSID, just like connecting to any Wi-Fi hotspot, and then bring up my web browser, go to the IP address, which it's going to give me, and then I can just do the settings for my router. Now, I've already taken the liberty of doing that just to expedite things today um, for the sake of a live broadcast. But just know that if you have any trouble setting it up, it is actually quite simple. Just kind of trace your steps. First step is connect to its Wi-Fi that's built in, Mm -hmm. then on the screen, on the TV screen. So this screen is going to change screens to say, here's my IP address. All you need to do is connect to it. So then I connect to it from my phone or my other, you know, my laptop with Wi-Fi connected to that device. Mm -hmm. And then it will allow me to set up my router. Cool. My router is my existing in-home or in-office uh, network, and that's the Wi-Fi connection so that this device can now connect out to all of my other Wi-Fi devices. So now, when I'm connected to my own personal Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. I can access my Anycast device from my phone. Ooh. Cast to it. So it, it is kind of a moment of truth because you know I've had everything unplugged, and it's just been sitting here on the desk... Put it back in the box so that we can do fancy unboxing. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Okay. So on my phone, being that this is Android, um, all I need to do is just bring down my settings up here and scroll over. And... Now, because I have this feature enabled, you may need to turn on this on your menu, but I actually have a Miracast icon up there at the top. Mm -hmm. And I've taken a screenshot there just so that you can see that at home. Now, when I click on that, I'm going to switch modes over here. I'm going to switch over to this. Now, because I'm on the same Wi-Fi network as this, as soon as I click on Miracast, my phone now says connecting to Anycast DF. And there it goes, it, like, it, it, as quickly as that. Oh, so that, there you can see there's the Miracast icon up at the top there. So now I've got this ability to actually use my phone, and I'm casting directly to it. So why would I want to do this? Obviously, for me, here in a broadcast studio, it makes sense if we ever want to demo a, an app right. on Android. How fantastic is that, that I can do it wirelessly just from my phone? Hmm. Um, if you're at home... A lot of live streaming happens on your phone. Right. You, th- you think about um, the countdown. You know, New Year's Day. No. Right. New-, New Year's Eve night. Yeah. And the countdown is always available through their app. You can always, you know, tune in on your phone. But what about being able to cast it up in 1080p to your HDTV? Exactly. You don't
2: want to have to buy, like... A million dollar add on, and yeah, no, not or, running a bunch of cables. I
1: mean, even for sharing photos, like if you're sitting around. Oh, sure. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Like, we're not oh, yeah. super old school like the slideshows, uh, although we kind, <laughs> okay. we kind of are. Every time Dave and I go away, we have people over <laughs> and we Would show you like them to our, see our my photos.
0: Allow me to mirror-cast them. Yeah, for
1: exactly. You. But we actually is kind of sci like
0: isn't it? Like I'm just shooting them off to the TV.
1: Right, and we have like we have a fun big TV, and we have comfortable All couches. Right. So we have people over, and we sit them down, and we show them their the the pictures so Miracast the pictures would be easier <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. it works right uh you can see if i switch back to Miracast that i have done very miserably with my steps today Uh-oh. uh if i bring up my media and video i can bring up you know there's podcast addict which allows me to watch and listen to podcasts mm-hmm. bring up youtube and there's our channel now interestingly enough i mean the first question that you're going to ask is what happens if i take that and i rotate it
2: mm-hmm.
0: well what does youtube do well, at least it's supposed to. There it goes.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Take its time. Prove me wrong. I don't know why my phone is slow to rotate. But anyways, Miracast is going to follow suit. Oh, it's faster on Miracast. No, it's not. It's uh, just I thought that it That one time. Yeah. But there you there, you have it. it. It is actually going to... Now I'm going to rotate my phone. There you go. Cool. So it does it like that. Okay, that's, that's cool. Fancy. So now if I... Obviously, hit play on the video. You're going to see that on here. So now it's an episode Milking our bandwidth for all its work. Did I even push play? No, oh. I didn't. There we go. <laughs> okay, so the show is playing, and then I switch back to Miracast, and you'll see that simultaneously it's playing there. Now, the quality looks horrendous. Well, what's that about? YouTube, hello. Uh, 240p, no thank you. Uh, I, I'm here at the studio, we've got miserable internet on LTE, so I'll just switch it to 720p, and we'll see, there we go. Doesn't that oh, look that's nice? Oh, Yeah. So, it's as easy as that. So, we've got the ability to have it on in both places at once. You've got a tablet, mm-hmm. you've got a TV, Tool. or VR goggles. Okay. Oh, share so your experience. I'm, exactly. So I'm playing a VR video game, right? which I can't normally share with anyone else because it's on my phone, it's in my goggles, mm-hmm. and I'm playing like this. And they're wondering what's going on. Now they can watch it on the screen as well.
1: That's video cool. Video games, full screen, that is cool. anything else.
0: I mean, games uh, okay. on these things these days are pretty impressive. What's the, what's the performance like? Uh, do I have anything even worth <laughs> looking uh. at? I've got Lego Star Wars. It's just whatever the kids want, right? Does it even play on here? One way to find out? Yeah, one way to find out. (laughs) So this is just live casting through Miracast. (laughs)
1: Episode 516, the episode where Robbie plays video games (laughs) (laughs) on his phone. Doesn't that
0: look (laughs) superb,
1: though? That actually looks really Mm -hmm. good.
0: My phone is not, uh, you know, it's an LG G3, so it's Mm -hmm. not really that... It's not a, a hugely impressive phone. I mean, your phone may be better than this, but so that's that's live streaming through Miracast from my phone.
2: Well, it'd be great if you have kids and stuff too, and they can play on the big screen, and not everyone has to like huddle around a phone. I think
0: so. Yeah, or just to be able to bring it off of this screen <laughs> and not yeah. onto the big one. Mm-hmm. So there that's you great. have it. That is the AnyCast M2 Plus. They're available really cheap. Go to cat 5tv anycast I'm sure you can think of. A ton of ways to use this. It's just one of those things I like to have. I like oh, to yeah. own one so that if I ever need it, we've got I, it.
1: I do have a question from the chat room just about mm-hmm. your experience with it and battery life. The foo wants to know. Mm-hmm.
0: I haven't I haven't, haven't really observed any difference in battery life. Hey, that's but good. to be honest with you, um, I usually keep my phone charged anyways. You yeah. two know I've got a phone soap over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I get to the studio, I plug in my phone. When I get home, I plug in my phone. That's just, that's just mm. me. I keep my phone yeah. uh, at a full charge. Whether or not Miracast uses more life now it is going to be tapping into uh, your Wi-Fi. So as you know, you're using your wireless internet. It's mm-hmm. going to drain your battery life faster than if you're in airplane mode mm-hmm. uh, but it is that's all it's really doing is you know it's processing it and sending the uh, content over wi-fi uh, as opposed to battery life just to let you know now i, I have experienced SlimPort because this is what we originally used here at mm-hmm. the show yes. and my phone gets hot with that
2: That's interesting. There's a lot
0: more processor usage with Slimport. Whereas when I'm using Miracast, there's Mm -hmm. no notable change in use, like, as far as heat goes when I'm using my phone. So I can be casting from my phone, and it just is operating just as if I was on Wi-Fi. There's no additional heat. There's no... I don't notice any anyways. I haven't ever, you know put it into a, a spectrograph or anything like that. but yeah, um, I So I find it's, a, it's really quite uh, efficient. But, and it obviously works really well.
1: Huh. Yeah, it surely does.
0: Let us know what you think. And uh, thank you for watching this little minor unboxing review. <laughs> it's pretty um, fun. Yeah, this is Category 5 Technology TV. We get into some interesting little bits of tech here and there. And that's just one of them that I thought I would show you. Sasha, speaking of interesting bits of tech... D- the d- news? Uh, no. No. What? Is it that time already?
1: Yeah, it is. What? Sorry, <laughs> let me wind
0: my steampunk watch. This is my fidget spinner. Does it Does it run on steam? <laughs>
1: or is it? So you just, how often do you have to wind it? To Twice make it? a day. Oh. But I,
0: I wind it more often than that just because... It's, it's like, a fidget, it. like <laughs> a fidget spinner. It is my... I, I got thinking about these fidget spinners and yeah. the trend. And I'm like, okay, when we were kids, w- we had... Watches that we did this with, we had you know all kinds of. Uh, we had Jacob's ladders. Remember those? You remember? Yeah, that? yeah. This is the the ladder that you know it just keeps going and it keeps going and it goes inside out and it just that was our fidget spinner.
1: Well, yeah. The we thing is, I don't understand why people are yes. like looking down upon fidget spinners as much as they do, only because. You're forcing the kids, by and large, to sit still when they really don't want to. Like, they re- it's really difficult get even get them a
0: core stool.
1: That's right. <laughs> just into <They laughs> school, just-,
0: just be like, yeah. <laughs> these would be great for school. I don't know if you guys know what we're sitting on here tonight, but like, core stools. You. These are these are um, actually like this. There you go. So can you see that? Yeah. So it actually works your core as you're sitting. There's no, you know, it's there's no back to it. There's no. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're always learning, learning how to how to sit on them without looking like
2: we're, we're falling drunk and, over. We're
1: drunken sailors.
2: <laughs> but then you can like adjust the height and stuff too, so it could be like really short compared to you guys. Or Sasha can be just as tall as us. She's <laughs> <True>. really <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, ha-ha. So. <laughs> but no, it, it means I can't I reach the ground like actually.
0: <laughs> pogo chair. Oh, can't you? Oh, you're, her feet are four feet off the floor.
1: <laughs> but I'm the same height as you. <laughs>
0: okay well we'll let you take it away with the news okay and then we're going to talk about tech
1: yes we really need to i need your help with this this is so important
0: my friends you viewers are going to help sasha because she needs to build a computer i
1: need to build a computer and i'm so excited and nervous about it and i know you can help
0: you're going to help her choose the peripherals that she's going to use and then i'm going to help her put on the cpu paste now it's just watch
1: I'm doing it. I'm doing it. (laughs) Okay.
0: Stick around. We're going to be getting into that (laughs) right after the news. Sasha, take it away.
1: Here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. From the irony files, the security researcher who found the kill switch for WannaCry has now been arrested for creating an unrelated malware. IBM scientists have set a new world record storing 330 terabytes of uncompressed data in one tape. Wayland has been confirmed as the default display server for Ubuntu 17.10. Canadian ISPs don't mess around. An entrepreneur accused of piracy for his Cody add-on website has been grilled in his home for hours. And not by the cops, but by pushy company reps for cable TV and ISP companies. And the U.S. Army has banned DJI drones over security control concerns. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere.
0: Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category 5.TV network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.TV slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because Cat5.TV slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about compute, uh, consumer electronics? Those make a great gift. Absolutely, from high tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer. Through the interweb. Yeah, I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this? Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cap 5tv slash GearBest. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, Now that the winter has passed, flying season, do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows, like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, but of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv GearBest. See, that's easy cat 5tv slash your best. That's right. Happy shopping.
1: I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of August 9th, 2017. Remember Marcus Hutchins, the security researcher who single-handedly found and used the WannaCry kill switch? Well, he has now been arrested and charged with unrelated malware offenses in the U.S. Not so long ago, Marcus Hutchins, a 23-year-old British security researcher with the blog name Malware Tech, became an accidental hero when he discovered an effective kill switch to stop the biggest unprecedented WannaCry ransomware attack that had crippled thousands of computers. The ransomware spread to more than 300,000 computers across 150 countries around the world in May 2017. However, this savior was arrested last Wednesday at the Black Hat and DEF CON cybersecurity conference as part of an FBI investigation for his alleged involvement in an unrelated malware attack much before his WannaCry heroics. Apparently, Hutchins is involved in creating and distributing malicious software Kronos, a Russian banking trojan, through emails with malicious attachments to steal users' money using credentials such as internet banking passwords, the U.S. authorities said on Thursday. According to an indictment released by the U.S. Department of Justice, Hutchins faces six counts of helping to create, spread, and maintain the banking Trojan Kronos between 2014 and 2015. The indictment alleged that Hutchins created the Kronos malware and... The other person, who was not named, later sold it for $2,000 online. The malware had been configured to access username and password information on banking websites and was used in Canada, Germany, Poland, France, the UK, and other countries. The UK's National Cyber Security Centre said that we are aware of the situation, and this is a law enforcement matter and would be inappropriate to comment further. Digital rights group, the Electronics Frontier Foundation, said it was deeply concerned with his arrest, whilst Naomi Colvin from civil liberties campaign group Courage said Mr. Hutchins did the world an enormous service when he stopped the WannaCry attack. So I just want to just say quickly, just if I were his defense lawyer, (laughs) I would say, well, yes, he did this really bad thing. And it is a really bad thing he did. But perhaps he felt so guilty about it that he decided to change his ways and decided to live on the.
2: Oh, that's a hard thing. The eh?
1: light side, because it would be different yeah. if he did the bad thing after the good thing. Are
2: you suggesting that he's Darth Vader and, like, in the end, like he threw the I don't virus know the off the
1: wait? I don't know the end railing. <laughs>
2: Spoiler alert!
1: <laughs>
2: no, 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 out of context. It's his father. <laughs> the virus is his father. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, so
1: boy. I, like, I just feel like, like, what he did for the Wanna Cry was sure. Amazing. It
0: was his redemption story?
1: Yes. It probably would have been best honesty is best policy if he said like in his press conference oh, after by the that. Oh, So what I was doing was redeeming myself. You may have heard of this, uh, this Kronos Trojan. Um, that was me, and I'm so sorry, please. Oh. It's then like the FBI would be like, I don't know what to do anymore.
0: My son, when he was about he's six, like six like years the... old, he came downstairs, and he's covered in sha- uh, shaving cream. Oh, yes. And he said to me, and we're trying not to laugh, he's just covered, and he says... Dad, I did a bad thing. <laughs> 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 and it's just like, okay, maybe that's what he might he, have done. He, in in that hindsight, that instant.
1: in yeah. hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, while I'm your hero, let me tell you a little something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's tough because his involvement is in Kronos was very major. Like, it's not like he was just some. Guy
1: he created? Who have, yeah, yeah. He may have
0: been a part of it. No, he was like the creator.
1: He is the create, Yeah. And so he didn't sell it. Go? Somebody else sold it for
0: mm-hmm.
1: only $2,000, which is sure. yeah. crazy but also.
0: It's a tough thing. Where are the lines? Where <laughs> yeah. are the lines? Because uh, ethical hacking, mm-hmm. you, can, you can hack for the good. And you know what he did with WannaCry? Fantastic.
1: Yeah. So has he changed his ways?
0: Or is it just another hack? Well, really. Yeah, or is he just
1: like a hack addict?
0: One's bad as far as, you know, our our measuring system goes.
2: Well, that's the thing is that people say that hackers are like white blood cells on the internet, you know? Like, they help, like, they get into places Mm -hmm. and they help solve problems like that, right? Mm -hmm. Certainly. So it's just like, there is ethical hacking. But then it's like you get into like the whole, like, double edged sword. Exactly. I don't don't want anybody
1: accessing my banking information. Except Mm -hmm. you. Accept me. And sometimes I forget my password.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Call this guy. He can give it to you. That's
1: right. <laughs> um, scientists at IBM Research have created a new world record for storing over 330 terabytes of uncompressed data on a single tape cartridge that can easily fit into the palm of a person's hand.
0: Wait. A
1: tape? 330 terabytes. We're still terabytes. using Tapes? Here we are. We were in this story. We use tapes. I showed my kids
0: <laughs> what a cassette was the other day. They blow their mind. My son, the same, the the shaving yeah. cream boy. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he said. Smart one. What is that? <laughs> just, just like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Here we are doing 330 terabytes. I know,
1: and the thing is, I had an 8-track when I was a kid. Oh,
0: of course you so, did.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, this storage capacity is more than the world's biggest hard drives. The record set by IBM in collaboration with Sony Storage Media Solutions can support data storage densities of 201 gigabytes per square inch, which is more than 20 times the density of commercial tape drives that hold data between 5 gigabytes and 7 gigabytes per square inch. What? Yeah. The researchers showcased this feat at the 28th Magnetic Recording Conference in Japan.
0: And I was thinking I was going to go to that.
1: I just love that they have a conference called the Magnetic Recording Conference. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Held in Japan. This is the fifth time that IBM scientists have set a world record of tape storage since 2006, when at that time, density was a measly 6.67 gigabytes per square inch with a total cartridge capacity of 8 terabytes. The last time IBM announced it had made advancements in the space was... 2015 when the cartridge capacity was 220 terabytes and 123 gigabytes per square inch. The achievement by IBM comes as good good news for cloud service providers who need to back up and store ever-expanding volumes of information from big data applications ranging to scientific research to security and surveillance videos all the time. In order to develop the new tape-based storage prototype and to achieve the 201 gigabytes per square inch, IBM researchers had to develop several new technologies. IBM made use of its reading and writing technology with Sony's sputtered magnetic tape to stir data. Sputtering involves coating the storage medium with several nanometer thin layers of different conducting materials, including a five nanometer overcoat of diamond-like diamond-like carbon. The scientists also used several layers of nanoparticles to extend the tape length. Furthermore, IBM also incorporated their advanced servo control technologies and innovative signal processing algorithms. IBM exploratory tape scientist Mark Lance said this really demonstrates the potential to continue scaling tape technology basically at historical rates of doubling the cartridge capacity every two years for at least the next 10 years Wow! that's really good news for our customers that could rely on tape technology it's kind of an integral part of their storage infrastructure to really preserve their data in a cost effective manner
0: (laughs) did anyone else own a VIC-20? you didn't (laughs) I did. No. <laughs> did you own a VIC-20? Do you remember the cassettes? Do you remember the tapes? Unbelievable. Were they like a few kilobytes? <clears throat> if even that, I mean, you'd put a cassette tape in <laughs> and you'd just record, and it used audio to save the, uh, the data.
1: I just, no. I think it's cool. Like, I don't understand the layers, but it's cool that they um, have this sputtering thing, which means I think that they can have data like... On layers on the tape, some.
0: And if th- <clears throat> I somehow. would assume that they have to have some kind of read heads that can read at different densities. Yeah. So um, you'd be looking at uh, like two hundred one gigabytes per square inch.
1: What is a conference like this like?
0: Think about that, folks. <laughs> two hundred one gigabytes in this much space. Yeah. So it's like on a, a mot- thin little piece of plastic. I mean, they're
1: measuring yeah. in nano in nanometers, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's like.
2: Crazy. I'm not sure what that is. That's tiny. Period. That's
1: like. Me. You can't even yeah, like, oh,
2: yeah. measure that. It's like. Uh, like nan. Like little it's with finger. <laughs> Your finger. Your fingers. Like- yeah, yeah, It's like. Gotcha. I understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although, always the ultimate plan, Ubuntu devs expressed doubt about making the switch to Wayland last month, with Will Cook, Ubuntu's desktop team leader, saying he felt Wayland isn't ready yet. But several weeks later, after a lot of testing, a decision is now in place. Ubuntu 17.10 will ship with Wayland as the default session. If you're an NVIDIA user, a big gamer, or happen to be using hardware that this next-gen display server tech doesn't yet play nice with, do not panic. Although Wayland will be default, it isn't compulsory. Ubuntu will still have an X-Session available out of the box, ready to roll a click or two away. And that should come as a huge relief for, for the majority who feel that Wayland doesn't currently work well enough to be a daily driver. Have you tried Ubuntu on Wayland yet? What's your experience been like? Let us know by sharing your comments below. If you thought American or British copyright fights were petty, consider the case of Canadian Adam Lackman, who had a bailiff lawyers and computer experts burst into his home, seize his gear, and grill him for hours. Lackman, a self-described tech entrepreneur, hosts the TV add-ons website, which links to to add-ons for Kodi, the open source media player suite formerly known as XBMC. Typically, you install Kodi on a little gadget that plugs into your TV so you can watch stuff from files or streamed over the internet. People install add-ons, such as those indexed by TV add-ons, to scrape video from places like BBC's iPlayer and ESPN and then show them on their televisions. Broadcasters and commercial content creators love to hate Kodi and its unofficial add-ons because the software can be used by viewers to bypass DRM and region locks to stream and pirate stuff they shouldn't. There's an ongoing battle against equipment makers that help folks rip off material online and Cody is often at the center of it. The case against Lachman rests on claims that 23 of more than 1,500 add-ons listed on his site can be used for copyright infringement. Amid a civil court battle brought against him by Canadian cable giants, lawyers and IT experts on behalf of the TV and broadband companies, his home was invaded in a move later ruled unlawful. First, a lawsuit was filed by Bell, Rogers and Videotron against the TV add-ons creator alleging copyright infringement. They then obtained a court order which allowed a plaintiff to enter the premises to preserve evidence in a civil case. After getting the order, a bailiff, two computer technicians, an independent counsel to oversee the order's execution, and a lawyer representing Bell, Rogers and Videotron knocked on the door of Lackman's home and began questioning him. 16 hours later, they were still there, and, he, and had subjected Lachman to many hours of grilling. Lachman says, at this point, there is no choice but to fight. At this point, he, already, he is already $100,000 in the hole for legal fees, and he still can't get his computer equipment and phones back just yet, because even though the courts have since ruled in, in his favor, the plaintiffs have, have filed an appeal. Lachman set up an Indiegogo page to tell his side of the story and fund his defense against the telecom giants. More than $25,000 U.S. has been raised so far. In the meantime, Lachman has resurrected the TV add-ons website. I will just like maybe mention a little bit that $25,000 US, which is a lot like more, a million like dollars million Canadian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so these are people who likely are pirating shows because they don't want to pay their cable bill, but they're willing to pay for this guy's defense.
0: <laughs> yeah. hmm. It's a matter I, of ethics.
1: It's funny. <laughs>
0: The irony in it.
1: I know. I mean, Cody can be used for non piratey things. We have a we Cody have, channel. Yeah, we, we ha-
0: give it to you free. Exactly. Yay, for so sure. it's
1: it's not Cody itself that's the problem. It's yeah. the fact that this guy has these add-ons that can be perhaps infringing on some it's copyright It's a modular issues. system.
0: It would be like yeah. saying, yeah. you know, let's sue Microsoft. Let's shut down Microsoft because, because
2: yeah. on Microsoft Windows there's a bunch of pirated games. Like yeah, and you can like. Download BitTorrent and like get yeah. torrent from stuff and
0: exactly come on.
2: Well, that's you the thing. Understand the
0: infrastructure. That
2: like thing. that operator of the sentence. It's like it can be used for negative things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like what a lot of things can be used for bad things. It just it depends on people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's a double-edged sword in this fight, right? So
1: I, I feel like going into a guy's house and grilling him for 16 hours is not a very Canadian move.
2: No, <laughs> uh-uh. I hope they
0: apologized.
1: They probably did. Yeah. Yeah. It's maple syrup. We're so sorry to bother you. Um, <laughs> would you mind having a seat? Yes, Can I get you something to
0: that's drink? That's the Canadian grilling. <laughs> no, no, sorry. We misread that. They actually grilled him some pancakes. <laughs>
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: Canadian bacon. And
1: yeah. <laughs> the U.S. Army has ordered its members to stop using drones made by Chinese manufacturer SZ DJI Technology Company Limited because of cyber vulnerabilities in the products. An Army memo posted and verified last week forbids the use of all DJI drones and even systems that use DJI components or software. It requires service members to cease all use and install all DJI applications, remove all batteries and storage, media, and secure equipment for follow-on direction. The memo says DJI drones are the most widely used by the Army among off-the-shelf equipment of that type. DJI said in a statement that it was surprised and disappointed at the Army's unprompted restriction on the DJI drones as we were not consulted during their decision. The privately held company said that it would contact the Army to determine what it means by cyber vulnerabilities and was willing to work with the Pentagon to address concerns. The move appears to follow studies conducted by the Army Research Laboratory and the Navy that said that there were risks and vulnerability in DJI products. The memo cites a classified Army Research Laboratory report and a Navy memo, both from May, as references for the order to cease use of DJI drones and related equipment. I just watched the Snowden movie, so now I just feel like everybody's spying on everybody. Right. I just really just feel like paranoid. Perhaps I'm I'm not the right person to comment on this because <laughs> probably I think
0: Henry might be. Uh, and I can go for hours about this, <laughs> but like so But we it? looked at we looked at remember
2: the DJI Osmo yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah. So the camera that, it, would be affected. Yeah, too. that would be banned too. Well, it's funny because two things. Oh, Firstly, like that one. It's like name an electronic device that isn't built in China or uses. Like servers in China, things like that nowadays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like you're you're banning like a device. So let's say like a drone or whatever, from like the Department of National Defense because it might be used against you. But the thing is, is that like, we they've had like instances Mm -hmm. where people can hack into like their multi million dollar like Predator drones, right? Mm Sure. Um. So it's just like their main concern is like security, especially when it comes to that, because it's like, oh well. Um, maybe the Chinese military might hack into this or things like that. Well, you fly DJI. You. Yeah, exactly. So
0: how much? Now I know with the Osmo camera, I mm-hmm. had to activate uh, an app. Yeah,
2: so you have like a fr- it's a free app that you download, right? So what is this app doing? That's calling... Yeah, what
1: are in that that the permissions concern? of that? Exactly. Free app. If mm-hmm. if you
2: read the small permissions, right? Because they might collect like usage data, things like that. Well, they've got yeah. geolocation data. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like you have geofencing and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And then at the end of the day, you have, like, your flight logs. So, like, where you flew, how long you flew, things like that. What were you doing? Exactly. If you're on a military base and it's, like, you're doing, like, an exercise and Mm -hmm. if somebody hacks into your account, can they see, like, where you did stuff, things like that, right? right? But the thing is is that it's, like, it's not just DJI, though. It's, like, there's so many other drone companies out there that have networked drones like this. Sure. So, like, you might, like, see Parrot or, like, all the other, like, hundreds of other operators, like, creations out there
0: yeah i don't i don't fly such sophisticated drones but um you know thinking about the cameras Mm -hmm. and thinking about how you know the sony camera has a built-in gps my phone has a built-in gps
2: yeah Mm -hmm. uh you've got you wear a fitbit yeah and you know so all of this data is being collected anyways so oh yeah it's all it's all in the cloud somewhere right and it Somewhere. really is like, where are the servers? And it's like, are there copies of the data? And, what's,
0: uh, and more so than where, where are they? Because we, we pretty much know where they are. Mm-hmm. They're going to be where it's cheap to host it. Oh, yeah. Right. And uh, so what are the security measures that are in place in order to protect confidential information? And if it's government data, how much control do they have over the, the, the security of that data?
2: Oh, That's right? Sure. Like, I, I'm I'm really interested to see where the story goes because mm-hmm. it's like I have friends in the military and they t- they take pictures and stuff all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. it's just like I know this is just for the U.S., but are other f- countries going to follow suit, or will DJI talk to the, like the American military and kind of sort this out? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, we'll
0: mm-hmm. certainly hear
2: over the next little while with
0: DJI approaching them. Yeah. Uh, I think about police too that are using DJI uh, oh, yeah. devices in order to track down criminals and you know ch- chase.
2: Bad guys so it's a double-edged sword find I mean. lost animals and same you know, time you could bring drugs into prison though using drones not recommending <laughs> sure. it but yeah. not like, recommending it could be done like,
1: it could it happen it would
2: be done yeah but again like, it's double-edged sword right like it's amazing technology <laughs> let's use it for good people mm-hmm. that's and true deliver donuts to people that'd be nice <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. <great>. uh, sorry.
1: <laughs> Big thanks this week to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category 5.TV newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category 5.TV newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis.
0: Thanks, Sasha. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Please visit our website at Category 5.TV. This one over here is about to get married.
1: It's true. Okay. So here's the thing. Now, Dave knows a little bit about this because, well, I had to tell him a little because if I didn't, he'd probably buy his own computer. But, okay, we're getting married and we're getting married in his birthday month. So combined between his birthday and the wedding, I want to get him a nice gift. Mm. Now, the computer at our house is older than the sun. I don't even know how old it is. It's old and it has been failing of late. Um, and he keeps talking about wanting to buy a new one. And I thought to myself, since I have such an interest in learning more, that perhaps I could build him a computer as a gift, like a wedding slash birthday gift, building a computer here on the show, get your help, get your help and, and really like get them the best and also know what I'm doing in the process like learn. learn I want, yeah. I want it to be and what an
0: opportunity to teach Right. as yeah. well. So those of you who have never done such a thing,
1: I want it to be magnificent, but I also uh, want it to be something I can do.
0: Okay. So one, I? first of all, I'm thinking we should totally Also, build a piece of garbage (laughs) that you could give him as a joke. (laughs) Like get get like an old like PS two or something and be like and like install like (laughs) Windows three point one on it.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Like present maybe maybe not.
1: Probably not. That
0: would be hilarious. It would be super
1: super funny to somebody else.
0: (laughs) We want you to be able to uh, pitch in your advice. So uh, get your questions in the chat room. We're watching the chat room to see what. uh, what questions you have for Mrs. Uh, Rickman over here? To, yes, to hmm. be. Um, so, to be Rickman. First of all, boils down to it. What's the budget?
1: Well, here's here's the honest truth. I don't know much about this. So yeah and spend I away, and this folks. is what, and this is part of the this is part of the fear factor when you don't know about building your own computer. Okay. You don't know what you're really getting yourself into. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the budget is whatever I need to spend to get a really good daily computer with a little bit of wow factor but not mm-hmm. like you know, you want
0: to woo him. It's got to wa- be beautiful. It's it got to want- be impressive. Yeah.
1: I want it, yeah. I want it to be a source of pride, and I want it to be easy to use, and I want it to have some cool, like cooler, yeah, yeah. edgy things. Like I, I want- know what
0: you mean because when we, whenever mm-hmm. we have guests in the studio, yeah, people look at our Thermaltake um, Snow Edition. And they go, whoa! whoa I want whoa. that.
1: Yeah, that's what I want. What
0: is that? And you know, I open the door and show them the giant cooler. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's that's what that's what it is. So LEDs are a thing now. That's a cheap way to really spice things up. Yeah. Uh, so what I would start with, Sasha, is I would um, I would get onto websites that sell pre manufactured computers. Uh, And that is to get an idea for what is the approximate cost that you'd be paying for a gaming system. So, for example, I would go over to our website, category5.tv, and on our website we have partners. And our partners um, allow you to support the show by shopping with our partners. So I I click on Shop with our partners. There's one on here called New Egg. And... um, the only reason I'm going to go there I I don't, I don't want to shop there Amazon is, is much better to us uh, but it gives us a chance to go computer systems gaming desktops I presume Dave is going to want to game on this thing
1: yes is that right yeah mm-hmm.
0: so let's just say that that's the case okay so cool. let's let's just jump over here and say okay well what what are currently the best sellers on on here and get a sense for okay well what are people really what are people buying right now mm-hmm. and I can see that Okay, well, these are, you know, meh, meh. No, those are, I don't want one of those. Those are not very I will good
1: say, examples. I mean, because the chat room has asked about size requirements. Yeah. I will say that um, the computer we use now, it is um, very big and it's... Clunky?
2: Not,
1: not, I mean, it's not horrible. It's, Dave built it a long time ago. Okay, but yeah. It so is, into the it is and... in a in a nice spot beside our TV because we use the TV as the monitor. Right, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can be a nice big full tower because it's sure. going to be a little bit of the display itself, okay, right. right? People are going to see it, and I want it to look good so it can be big.
0: Okay, can all right. So I'm looking at the Republic of Gamer uh, ROG uh, systems from ASUS, and yeah. so that gives us an idea, you know, kind of what's sweet. Perfect. Um, this one has like a GTX 1070 with 8 gigs of graphics. It's got an i7-7700. It's got 256-gig SSD. So things we need to think about is hard drive. So this just gives us an idea. So this is a pretty decent little system for d- 2100 mm-hmm. bucks, And that's Canadian. So that's like $4 US. So <laughs> you look at that and you think, okay, well, 2100 bucks is that reasonable? Is that kind of where we're aiming for? Is that too high, too low? Uh, and then we take that as our target. Right. Because, that's, and, uh, because then we can say, okay, well, what does that system have that we could reuse in our shopping? Because we're going to build it ourselves.
1: Ourselves, right? right. So
0: can we save money? Can we yeah. get a better bang for the buck by building it ourselves? What are the advantages to doing it ourselves? Um, so first of all, what is, well, not first of all, I've asked a couple questions already, but what are the, uh, the main uses for this system? Media center? Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: media center. I so, will
0: throwing Cody on it?
1: He'll be through, yeah, for sure. Okay. I want to install Cody on it so for So, then we
0: say, what's your box. TV? Mm-hmm.
1: Big, it's 60-inch. Is it
0: 4K? Yes. Okay, that's going to take some power. Right. Because the 4K is going to require a 4K HDMI output on right. the computer. Mm-hmm. So, instantly, we've taken that price and we've said, okay, now that's up a little bit on the graphics end because 1080p is just not going to cut it for you. Right. And you also need enough processor power to be able to handle 4K video.
1: Right. I also want good USB ports only because I know... You mean good.
0: Fast, I, fast. And accessible?
1: Yes, fast and accessible. I want them to be on the front of the mm-hmm. tower, Okay. Mm-hmm. and I want them to be whatever is better than what he has now. Do you have to be able to put
0: stuff on top of the tower, or can it be like a rounded bezel with USB be. ports on the top?
1: It can be a rounded bezel with USB okay.
0: ports on the All top. Because right, that's pretty common for kind of okay. sleek and uh, okay. natural looking. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, All so right. so far we know she needs to have a 4K video output over HDMI, I would presume, is a good connector Yes. Uh, for your TV. Uh, we're going to need to have... Uh, um, I would say with that, you're going to need at least 16 gigs of RAM would probably be a, advisable because mm-hmm. he's going to be doing anything on there at 4K mm-hmm. resolution. Um, right. Do you think he's ever going to want to do like VR stuff? Because if you're getting into a high end system,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's something that you could just add the the goggles for.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Is it a huge thing to add it in? It probably would be Henry? cool to have yeah. it. Do you Sorry? know? Like
0: if you were to throw um, a, a VR headset on there. Not, then, not then that it has to be a part of it. But.
2: Yeah, I know um, As soon as you get into VR, that's when things get a little bit more complicated. You need I know with like NVIDIA, I think it starts at like the newer series, like the GTX, like 1060s or even like the 900 series. Oh, okay. Um, so what that is, is, it's the video card. It's like the graphics card, right? right. So if he is doing gaming, things like that and the new like the video like again that's the card that i have um the newer ones the 10 series newest cards i have the cheapest one which is the 1060 and it works perfectly fine for me like i do all my video editing all my gaming everything there and like it's like the cheapest of the new versions that you really need right now.
0: Interesting fact is that you can always upgrade your video card, too. So if you you build the computer with even a 1060 or 1080 card, then you could then later remove that, Mm -hmm. pawn it off, and buy a better card right so you, that's that's always an option too that's mm-hmm. one of the nice things about building it yourself is you've got that room to expand grow
1: and i'll know how to be you know replacing things and mm-hmm. taking things apart and putting them back together right yeah, now yeah. for me it's just like it's so daunting to think about i mm-hmm. would never open his computer right now and try yeah. and swap things you've out. done
0: a pie so this is a big step yeah uh hard drive space is he going to be storing the videos on the computer or we do ha-
1: we do have an external hard drive that we use often to take things off of his computer because it maxes out.
0: Okay, um, is that a USB drive? External. Yes. Because that could be fairly slow. Yes. It starts when you start getting so video. So
1: having better storage in the computer would be great
0: so i would suggest probably an ssd for the operating system and a supplemental storage drive or even if you have the budget for it two drives that would be in what's called a raid Mm one that would be for your data so that if it's say a a, a two four terabyte drives you you wouldn't have eight terabytes you'd only have four terabytes but if one fails you don't lose any of the files Mm-hmm. Right. So you have that redundancy, like a server. So then you don't lose and have to reaccumulate all your videos and things like that. That's cool. So that's cool. something to consider. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about that. Folks at home, viewers yeah. at home. Yeah. Anything else just, we should know about it? That you know, Things that specifically you want to be able to do with the system?
1: There's, I mean, as much as, like, it's mostly just day-to-day stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not super, like... Like we're not super programmers, day to day. So
0: Day-to-day. basically, high end, awesome, really, <laughs> day no super awesome <laughs> stuff.
1: Exactly, and it's got to be
0: sexy as anything. Like it needs be to sleek, be sleek. Right? sleek.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. Like it, it needs to be.
0: Cool yeah. Low maintenance. Hot.
1: Low maintenance. So
0: I'm thinking, you know, I would I would lean toward water cooling, but if you ever, maybe a self-contained water cooler that doesn't okay. require refilling. Okay. That would be all right. If we could find one that's sleek and looks nice and works within the chassis. Um, otherwise, you're looking at a, a CPU fan, which is fine, but it generates a little more noise and it's not quite as efficient uh, okay. as far as cooling goes. So water cooling mm-hmm. would be Water cooling cool. might be neat cool. if we go with uh, go. something that's self-contained, though, so that we don't have to refill it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I'm excited to introduce them more to Linux, right? So then I want oh, the, okay. like I want it to be mm-hmm. um, not n- like I want the desktop environment, and I realize that we've been looking at that a lot. I want it to be not um, completely like out there different from foreign, from foreign but I don't want it to be too similar either right? like okay. I want it to be mm-hmm. intuitive but obviously a bit different so that when he's bringing because okay. he brings his computer be up to use it. Yeah, we have to mm-hmm. be, but he shows people and it's a really good right. window into people wanting so to be a part so would he be
0: into hmm. showing off what happens on the display like if we were to make it from an, now this is operating system so we're going linux so yes. we probably want to avoid any kind of bios features that are going to have trouble uh, with linux um if we have things like cool 3d effects and things in the environment so that you know he can uh like do you want a touch screen do you want to be able to do no, swoop things and not
1: a touch screen okay because mm. the screen we use is our computer, or our TV. Oh,
0: you use the TV the, as TV the screen? The TV is the screen always. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. 4K screen. 60 inch. <laughs> 60 inch 4K yeah. screen is our, yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, keyboard, mouse, we should get something that matches. Make it look yeah. nice. Okay. So anything else you can think of?
1: And obviously uh, wireless from, keyboard mouse.
0: Any question? Wireless. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. But it's got to be sleek. Right? It's got to be awesome. And it's got to hold a charge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, chat room, if you had any suggestions or anything. Yeah. Uh, Bob k 54 thinks, yeah, let's <laughs> get uh, let's get some Barrel 3D on there. Maybe some Compass Fusion. Uh, we're going to get the wobbly windows and throw the cube on there for you. Cool. So that'll, be, that'll be cool. Um, anything else? Just looking at the chat room right now, real quick. Uh, Have you seen anything there, folks? All right, so viewers at home, comment below. If you're on YouTube, comment there. If you're on our website, category5.tv, please comment below. And uh, also we have a thread over at forum.category5.tv, and you'll see in the Category 5 Technology TV forum uh, uh, post for Sasha's computer build. So, any suggestions that you have, uh, please post them there. Um, I presume, like, shopping on Amazon is an option and things like that?
1: Yes. Now, okay. I mean, shopping on Amazon is great because I, A, I can use the the links, and, and B, I have Amazon Prime, so I get oh, free sure. shipping for many <laughs> things. Nice. Get um, but getting it to not my house is the thing, too, because it can't get shipped to my house. Okay, we well, can yeah. ship it
2: to our Category 5 address.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah you okay. can just
2: choose when right you order... Here. Where do you want to ship it
1: to? So, yeah. yeah, the only thing Dave really knows right now is he's just not allowed to watch the show between now and the wedding. And oh, he's not allowed to buy a new computer, which means he probably knows he's getting a computer.
2: Okay. Right? right. But he
1: doesn't know to, to what scope in any way. And he doesn't know I'm building it or else he'd probably have an anxiety attack. <laughs>
2: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> uh,
0: just uh, from the chat room, Lyndon does uh, conf- you know, uh, concur with me that a RAID 1 would be a good idea for the data. Okay. Just, you know, I had never know. Uh, uh, the image voice of Category 5 Technology TV, Jody Krangel. She mm-hmm. has a computer with multiple hard drives just for that reason. And one of the hard drives uh, she mentioned was having some trouble. And it's beautiful that she's not at risk of losing her data.
2: Exactly. Because right? Because
0: it's on two hard drives at once. Mm-hmm. So Perfect. you pull out one, you pop in another, and done. too bad, so sad, you know, you lost the cost of, you know, you got to pay a couple hundred bucks for another drive, but at least you didn't lose your stuff.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, there you go. Sweet.
0: There you are. Thank you. All right. So get your posts in. uh, Get your recommendations in. Over the course of the next few weeks, we're going to be, well, the next two weeks, we're going to be looking at the components themselves, assembling these for you so that we have kind of a a shopping list, uh, if you will. And then uh, I guess you'll just go shopping. That's and right. we're going to get going on the uh, the builds themselves. So mm-hmm. uh, make sure you're here. Make sure you participate in that. And we look forward to hearing from you. If you don't want to communicate by commenting and things like that, head on over to our website, category5.tv, and you'll see the contact us. And you can simply send us an email uh, for the live
2: show.
1: Thank you so mm-hmm. much in advance for your help. Because this everybody. is a thing I cannot do myself.
2: I can see this being on the forums and just going pages after pages yes. of <laughs> recommendations. Uh,
0: and becoming a 40-video 40, 40 uh, yeah. series. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say we're gonna we're gonna opt for Nvidia and uh, we're gonna opt for Intel processors. Uh, the, a
2: new i nine. No I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: just go with the
2: best of the best. Bestest
0: ever. Um, so there we have it, folks. Thank you so much Thank for you. tuning in. That's all the time that we have. We're actually a little over time tonight. Thanks to these two for being here uh, with me on the show, and uh, we will see you next Wednesday night. So have a great week. Bye, guys. Good night.